Hello and welcome to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. I'm your host, Carol Spencer. For the past few podcasts, we've been talking about how our various religious communities can help make those with autism and their families feel more welcome and accepted because unfortunately, too often that is not the case for a lot of people. And to help us understand how attending church may affect some of our families, I wanted to speak with some very special caregivers about the impact of church, its leaders and congregation on them, and their family. So let's welcome Marina Ermold, mother to Austin, who is diagnosed with who was diagnosed with autism, and Diane Schaefer, who regularly attends church services with her grandson Adam, who's also diagnosed with autism. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for being here. All right. So you're both very involved with your respective churches, but when you first started bringing Austin and Adam, did you have any concerns or or fears when you first started to attend? I'll have to say with Austin, we started bringing him as a baby, so we did not at that point. After the diagnosis, um, and also maybe having three children very close in age, I felt like people always stared at us and that we caused kind of a commotion when we arrived. Mm -hmm. Um, When we started going to a second church, they were very accepting, and they had volunteers that were um, just very aware of how to deal with with him and with his mm-hmm. diagnosis and it made him very comfortable it made us comfortable so it was a very very wonderful experience right. so nothing really negative that you'd had experience no, no. from church so which we were very, very lucky nice. we were kind <laughs> of led lucky, there yeah. by a friend our first church was not that way the second church okay. was just fantastic okay so you, you didn't feel that way from the first time no. around yeah no all right how about you diane what well we're lucky in that adam stays with us most weekends uh, right. for the last 18, 17, 18 years, and so he was very small when we started taking him, and although he was diagnosed at three, so Mm -hmm. my concerns were that he would disrupt the service, Um, but it typically didn't go that way. If we thought he would, we'd end up leaving the sanctuary, Um, and as he grew, people saw some of his differences initially you had to really know what autism was and right. having an older congregation I'm sure many of them didn't know right so they uh, I can remember one woman saying oh he walks on his toes mm-hmm. not as a negative but just as an observation mm-hmm. um, but as he's been going with us for so many years now everyone's been just wonderful to him and to us. Oh, that's... Uh, because he's been going with us for such a long time, I think many people 15, 16 years ago thought he was our son, mm-hmm. not <laughs> our grandson. Right. So they've all gotten to know him as the grandson now and are extremely accepting. That's wonderful. Yes. That's wonderful. Because, you know, there's such a an expectation at church you, for kids, kind of a high expectation you need to be quiet you need to sit so you know fortunately for you like even if they are a little loud or you know people they're used to it exactly That's wonderful so not really any negative experiences not as far much. as the congregation uh, i do remember one time when he was probably four or five we tried to go to a christmas eve service mm-hmm. and we made it as far as the coat room yeah and okay. and uh it was just to to his benefit, to the congregation's benefit, and to our benefit not to go in. Right. Yeah, and you have to make those right. last-minute decisions exactly. with that. So um, 
you're both at different churches. How how do they make you feel welcome and accepted? Did you feel, I, I know you've taken them, you know, since they were younger, but did you have to take it upon yourself to maybe educate the pastor or educate other members of the of the church? Like how much did you have to really explain about autism? Well, it yeah. seemed like when we started taking Austin, it was um, a Saturday night service. It was very laid back, which was good. Um, and the parents would go in one place, the kids with another, and there was always many volunteers. Um, and they had your phone number if they needed to get a hold of you, and that was never an issue. They mm -hmm. kept the kids busy. There was snacks. There was music. So they were allowed to kind of be loud and, and do their thing. And I think they just accepted if he needed to carry toys or needed to sit away. Mm -hmm. They just never really, like, judged him or were negative yeah. about that. As he's gotten older, I think some of the music got a little loud for him, so mm -hmm. he will just sit whatever church we're at, because different weekends we're in different places. Mm -hmm. He's really good about just sitting with us and being quiet. Um, he sings along, he participates, um, he, kind, he kind of gets it. And even yeah. when we first started going, he must have been like five at, at our second church. Um, every night after that, he'd say, can we go back to church? And every night said the same prayer. He'd put his hands together, close his eyes, and say, Dear Lord, thank you for Jesus. Yeah. And I thought that that's really what it is. Yeah. That's all you need to know. And that's he, wonderful. He, he gets it to a point. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And like, Diane, did you have to do any type of education or? No, I don't think so. As we participated in activities, socials, um, first Sunday of the month receptions and so forth they all got to know him and see some of his differences and as with I think many children on the spectrum routine is the important part yes <laughs> so he expects to go to church every week whether it's with us or whether his he's with his mom and dad mm -hmm. which he was yesterday actually and um, his mom and dad's church of course is just totally involved in helping yeah. the children um, and the routine is what's important. He finds the hymns for us. He knows the order of the service. Uh, he likes to be told if there's going to be a baptism or something different. Yeah. And he does rely on his goldfish during the sermon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eating Absolutely. is key. Yeah. Yes. And that it, to get him involved like that, it really helps with that routine. So he can be more of a active participant. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's so wonderful to hear that you both have had such positive experiences pretty much from the get-go. And with the research, it's, uh, it's not always that way unfortunately sure. so speaking to those churchgoers out there regardless of what faith they follow what what would you want them to understand about the families with special needs children while they're at their place of worship i think big for me is just that our children and our families all need to keep growing in our faith and our relationship with jesus just like everyone else hmm. um and I would have to say, personally, my relationship with Jesus is what helped me to accept the diagnosis, first mm -hmm. of all, to help also educate people. I always say God gave me a mouth for a reason. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I use it for good, and <laughs> I, I try to. I yeah. try to. Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest thing is just educate people. Don't assume yeah. that they all know and maybe just say, this is what he does. This will make his mm -hmm. day better. Um, and I think because autism is becoming so much more commonplace, people are under, they seem to be a little bit more understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How about, how about I, you? I what agree. would you say? People are hearing more about it. So they are more accepting and understanding. Um, 
certainly my faith. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Has really helped you helped you through it's it's tough. So you know, as you can see or you can yeah. hear that uh you know our families really, really need Absolutely. that. They need that. They need that understanding and and not the looks or the judgment right. and because it really means yes. a lot. Yeah. You know? Um so I just say to music yeah. is a big part of that. That's true. We always yeah. have I always have like Christian music in the car and it just makes my heart happy when I hear my son in the back yeah. seat. He knows all the words. Yeah. When he stands up in church and has his arms up, he, he doesn't care if someone's looking at him. He's right. he's yeah. doing his own thing. Yeah with the Lord. It's, it's actually right. a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I always say to myself, with God, all things are possible. And as long mm-hmm. as I live that and believe it, I yeah. think it's absolutely true. Yeah. And yeah. You know, before we wrap it up, um, I, I'm going to go back to the goldfish. Mm-hmm. What tips do you have for caregivers of those with autism to make the church service go as smoothly as possible? I know, Diane, you talked about involving Adam more. Uh, I, goldfish feed right. <laughs> food anything else that you can well, say like just to I would say when Austin was little he always had a little notebook that he could draw in mm-hmm. that was his thing or just having that one toy the and quiet, as long bag as, of church toys right bag of church oh, yes. toys as long as it wasn't something loud or that had missing pieces or yeah. pieces that could become missing we right. have the church bag packed yep. every week <laughs> with the books he gets to pick the books okay. right. and uh, coloring materials and uh in the last few months, he's actually made friends with a little boy who happens to sit in front of us who shares the books until nice. he goes down for the children's Sunday school, the other little boy. Nice. And uh, so he's he's gotten friends, and he's learned ma- names of many of the church members. Wonderful. Uh, for me, sit on the aisle. <laughs> Always sit on yeah, the aisle in case true. you yes. need to make a quick escape. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, thank you, Marina. Thank you, Diane, so sure. much for sharing your personal experiences with us. And remember, you know someone who was affected by autism, and they just might be at your church. And I hope you're inspired to be more open, more welcoming, more accepting, uh, more willing to include these special needs families and to help them grow in fellowship. So thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. For more information, visit us at autismsocietyofberkscounty.org. Join our Facebook page, Autism Society of Berks County Members Group, and check us out on Twitter at Berks Autism.